0: Welcome to the Next Step Podcast with Jay and Brad. Wait, wait. I'm Brad. I'm Jay. I'm an uh, act. All right.
1: oh, go. Hey, oh, onward
0: go. Hey, oh, go. Jay, been a little while. Yes, it has, sir. Leading, it's not called Leading LDS anymore, it's called Leading Saints. Kurt sent me a text. What's going on with the podcast? Haven't heard you guys in a while. Oh man, getting called out. Yes. So anyways, they actually have a conference coming up in Salt Lake the last uh, week of November. Okay. Um, So if you're in the Salt Lake area, go to... LeadingSaints.com, I think is the website. Oh, the podcast is hold, holding one. That's what Yeah, you're but, but his podcast is just part of the training for... For bishops, Sick presidents, leaders, church. Elders, quorum presidents. Everything, yeah. right?
2: Yeah, everything. Leaders in church, Basically... Love that podcast. I'll probably... Uh, Still
0: one of my favorites. ...wreck his explanation of it, but it is... You know, like in the business world, you've got like professional development. Yeah. no, For different things. I, yeah. He's professional development for lay leaders.
2: Still one of my favorite so, ones we've done. So Where other people have interviewed us, that when, was, like, my favorite.
0: It's an honor, actually, when having him say, hey, you know,
2: yeah. I miss it. So that's that was what I mean. Cool.
0: Let's crank through a couple news, and then we've got a great round roundtable. Uh, church news?
2: What was did You just tell me the other day, the church uh, uh, suspended all pa- oh, pageant, pageant, pageant Yes, what do you think of that? Pretty did cool. Did you know
0: that, Brian? Brian's sitting here. Brian's going to be on a round table. Brian, did you hear the church announced no
2: more pageants? So, like, uh, no, pageants of masters? Or, no. pageant what, masters going to be, be, no, uh. The, the man had. The, 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 the Hill Kamora one in New York. What's the one in Salt Lake to? Um... I don't know. All, the all right, regions. go on. Yeah. Like Utah, New York. Yeah, there's,
0: there's a some. few of them around, um, and it was interesting because uh, I combed the. uh what social media said about that? You know, most people are like, "Dude, President Nelson is speeding up. Like, it's all about personal salvation. It's not these big grand productions." And only a few people like chimed in on. Uh, some of them like this is a horrible mistake. I can't believe they're doing this. And then you read further, like I joined the church because in nineteen eighty two I went to this pageant, right? I am like, okay, it's personal to you, but the times have changed. It's not nineteen eighty two anymore. Was my take, and like, dude, giddy up! Like, it's, it's buckle down. Like, it's like
2: the two hour church. Like at first, there was a time in my life where I would have looked at that as, oh, I get one less hour at church. But now I am like, the point of it is, is and it kind of goes with this, is like, like you said, it's about actual.
3: Sounds like you need to be personally converted.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. all about personal conversion. It. Yeah, um, and they don't want any more distractions. Like no more distractions. Like we're not, we're not here to do anything else besides get prepared and and help other people get prepared.
0: Yeah, because think about uh, Brian. Did you go? You've heard Brian on the podcast once, twice, twice, right? Twice, twice, twice. But you went to a youth conference as, like, a 14-year-old kid, right?
3: I went to EFY. EFY? Yeah.
0: Get spiritually, like, felt spirit there?
3: Totally. Got bought the soundtrack so for the
0: week. No, no, no. Okay. My point of that is, like, you could get, like, a rad spiritual experience at a pageant, but yeah. it doesn't convert you. Yeah, it's like it not may, sustained. It, it doesn't sustain you. It may switch your trajectory a little bit. Yeah. But it's not a sustaining thing. I
2: don't There's know. other things you can do, like, right, well, obviously, gospel-centered in the home.
0: All right, uh, rapid fire on some uh, news articles. Uh, I posted one up on our Facebook page. Uh, Religious bigots were right. Virginity before marriage makes women happier.
2: Ooh.
0: I'll post that up on our Religious show notes. Religious
2: bigots were
0: right. I like that. It was kind of a, a play on that. Yeah, I like that. Do you know cocaine deaths hit record in U.S. as opiate overdoses level off? Do what? that cocaine deaths
2: hit a record in the United States as opiate overdoses leveled off. Yeah, I think people we're going to start seeing that effect. It's going to start changing because it has become so much harder. To it's harder to pills. get them. Yeah, for sure. Like and doctors the, are being shut down. I sent you that article today about uh, Crazy. Do, the lead,
0: uh, the lead of, man,
2: uh, of, of Oxy, I think it was, or something I like that. I sent it to you. I read it. I actually read that. That's, what does it say?
3: That's totally true. When I got in my, my car accident, about a year ago, I went to the to the doctor, and I was like, "Hey, I'm an addict. I can't have any opiates." And she's like, "I wasn't going to give you any, anyways."
1: Yeah.
2: yeah, like you you'd have to have something severe. Yeah. So so those,
0: it's going to take a while, and it'll probably go through a, co- a heroin. Actually, that's, that's what we're having now. We're that's having we're ha- heroin. Over and the last three years, heroin has risen because it's cutting down. But then that'll probably cycle through and go to hopefully. some other drugs. Hopefully. hopefully, hopefully. But it's hard to see that. Yeah. Um, did you know? I posted this. This is on MilitaryTimes.com. The military's obsession with energy drinks is contributing to PTSDs. Whoa! So they're like slamming energy drinks, high caffeine, high sugar. And as they're trying to treat PTSDs, it's making it worse. Yeah, know, dude. Not... If you
2: have anxiety of any sort, We're like dude. Yeah. <laughs> that obvious. Yeah. Well, if you've suffered from
3: anxiety, gosh. Anxiety, like now dude. You're
2: I I can't even believe I used it because I've been now two and a half years off since 2016. I I got off of of all energy drinks and like. I can't, ima- I don't even know how I, how do they not combust? Like, how did you like, not combust? Because I am so still high strung and I don't have them. <laughs> did it calm you down like, uh, like they medication? would, they would, they would, for sure. I got to a point where when I would drink any drink, I would be calmed down. And then, um, but I'm just saying like, oh man, that's not good for a lot of people. It's good. All
0: right. Uh, that's so I'm going to go through some, uh, church news and we'll wrap this up and we'll go to ask the addicts, plural. Um, six myths Latter-day Saints often tell each other. This is out of LDS Living. Ooh. Ooh. Um, by the way, I keep emailing LDS Living like, hey, you guys should interview us or, or like something about us. Who's it's LDS like, Living? It's some like magazine. That oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Church, like, I've seen uh, it's, it's I like on Instagram
2: yeah. back in the day. Never, I got a lot of great they quotes.
0: They never respond them. to us. So if you know someone at LDS Living, it would be kind of cool, like maybe get our word Show out a little more.
2: Love. Show some they, love. They, they, they interview like, People doing Does it not. get any more LDS living than the Next Step podcast? I'm just saying. I <laughs> just don't
0: just think joking. so. Okay. And we, we, I quote your articles all the time. You guys sell yeah. more advertising I, off I, us. Yeah. You guys make money off of people going to your website. No, we don't make money off this. We're up late at night. Yeah, help us
2: out. Um, we just want to help people, but we direct people to LDS living so you can make and, more money. And remember, I used to copy paste a lot of the posts when I was doing our Instagram for the Next Step podcast came from that. As like, you need me. the quotes. And yours.
0: As do mine now. Okay. Yeah. So six myths that Latter-day Saints often tell each other about our beliefs. Number one, church is always held on Sunday. Hmm. We had Seventh day Adventists on my mission, so we were like spending time researching, like, oh, it's the Lord's Day, first day of the week, because they're so adamant that it's on the seventh day. Mm-hmm. Did you know that uh, uh, Sunday is dedicated worship for uh, most of Latter day Saints throughout the world? However, some countries dedicate other days to worship. For example, Middle East, church is held on Sunday, Saturday. Did you know this was interesting? I didn't know that. Um, in Hong Kong, where church meetings are held every day of the week, in order to accommodate the domestic helpers, many of whom are from the Philippines, who only get one I day off. Mission there. The Philippines. Philippines, but the Filipinos yeah. they go to yeah, Hong Kong again, for sure. They do. They, they don't get Sundays off, so they have church every day of the week. So that whatever day they have a week, they go to church. Wow, that's great. Interesting, right? Once again, like these are the f- oh, okay no, number two. Latter Day Saints can't use birth control. <laughs> is that something that people say? Yeah, apparently. Oh, right. Have you heard that myth before? You heard that?
3: I've, I've heard that is true for Catholicism. That I, is true for. But I've never heard yeah. that for. Uh,
2: Maybe it's led to it. So it, it right? means we all. Like we couldn't use condoms because that's technically. True in a sense. We, we can use them. Yeah, I know, yeah. but I'm saying if, they, if someone really said that, that'd be crazy. Yeah. Okay, right, number three uh, myth Latter day Saint women don't lead the church. Don't lead.
0: Uh, yeah,
3: that's false. Clearly, there have been Eve. Eve led us out of the Garden of Eden. I that's think, true. I think a lot of but women even in modern day,
2: church. right? Like, women do a lot. <laughs> women like most of the most of the service and, and like actual like. Which is the gospel, right? Like, we, we like to think it's all these meetings and stuff, but reality is, like, the actual heart of this is the, the service. The
0: actual, the actual act of serving other people.
2: Which is actual, the love, the pure love. Like, the only reason why we learn any of these things in any of the lessons or any of the steps is right for the 12 steps, which is service. Really sad he's got that locked down.
0: <laughs> like, there's no one serves more than... Me. I think it's, it's for the uh, sitting up on the stand, you know, the, the oh, praise yeah. of that, the, the high position,
2: but... I think we all know who's pulling the strings. Yeah, when you, when At you, w- if you actually family, live yeah. in, the, yeah, I was gonna say, if you actually live in the church, like you actually go to the church, you realize, like, no one's leading this church. Like, you know what I mean? Like, our bishop's not running the thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're not running, like, it's just like we're not running the 12 step meeting. That's not how it works. All right, all right, go right on. number four, Latter day Saints can't talk about our mother
0: in heaven. That's a myth. <laughs> we don't do it that often. Yeah. We just, um, not much is known, but yeah. That's probably why, right? Yeah. So, President Harold that Lee said, uh, we forget that we have a heavenly and heavenly father and mother. Johnny, you're supposed to lock our studio door. No, jeez, Johnny. Got it. Um, all right. Johnny's going to be here for our astheatics. Um, so, <laughs> heavenly father and heavenly mother, who are even more concerned probably than our earthly father and mother, that influences from beyond are consistently working to try to help us when we, when all we can't help us, all we can, all they can. And then Russell M. Ballard said, "We are part of a divine plan designed by Heavenly Parents who love us." Boom. Okay, number five myth: Latter-day Saints can't drink caffeine. Look at
2: BYU; they have that. They, have they do so, now, right? right? Yeah. yeah. Huh? But that was new, right? That's new.
0: But but that's like the, that was the leverage that I think a lot of people had. Totally,
2: they use uh, that on shows all the
0: time. Mm-hmm. I always like to say that. Well, did I, I I had a guy that worked for me.
2: People say
3: that Who's, to me all the time. Like, whose wife yelled, yelled
0: at him because his Mountain Dew bottle rolled out from under his car seat. And he comes in. I'm like, dude, what's wrong? He's like, my wife just yelled at me. And I was like, why? He's like, my Mountain Dew. And I'm like, she's like, it could have been a beer. And she would have reacted the exact same way. Jeez. That's not really... That's kind of
2: funny. Intense. <clears throat> I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not good for you, but.
0: Right. Neither are donuts, and neither yeah. is At weighing. Uh, neither is your every BMI break the fast that I've
2: ever been to in the church. Right? Or <laughs> linger longer. Everything served is not good for you. All right.
1: All
0: right. The last one: Latter-day Saints are saved through works alone. Oh yeah, people talk about that a lot. Like, I haven't heard that in a while. Well, no, but a, I mean, lot
3: of, a lot of other Christian religions are saved by grace. alone. Yeah. Yes, that's and what I mean. We're, and we're 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 saved by grace and by works.
2: Yeah. Well, we believe that, like, we're not saved by the works by any stretch, but the works are how you develop the, the how you develop your testimony and, like, yeah, you develop the works. The works aren't for yourself. The works are for other people. So it's how you experience and get to participate in that true love of Christ, which is charity and service and all this stuff. But, like, a lot of churches, for sure, I've, just like Brian said, I've talked to so many friends that are born-again Christians that, like, you guys are. I, in fact, I had a client member. I talked about this yeah. a few weeks ago. He's like, well, you guys are all about the works, right? And I'm like, well. If you mean compared to your church where all they talk about is the, f- the faith, like meaning mm-hmm. belief, just a belief, mm-hmm. like all I have to do is raise my hand on an altar call and I'm yeah. saved, then, yeah, you're right. We do believe in a lot of other others. Like but
0: we I would say culturally we do have members of the church that that all they, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah. You, they don't apply the atonement, and-, and they just work, 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 and work their salvation.
2: Just like the on the born-again side, it's all about the altar call, altar call and not their actions yeah, yeah. don't
0: demonstrate anything. Yeah, so both, we have it on both, both sides. Yeah, I was going to
2: say both end of the... Pendulum is bad, right? Like, not bad, but like, it's, you're missing the mark, right? Yeah,
0: missing the mark.
2: Yeah, all right.
0: Um, I think that's all the news. Actually, last one uh, NPR just came out today. When adolescents oh, give up pot, their cognition quickly improves.
3: Ding, 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 ding. Oh, well, NPR what? put that out.
0: What? NPR, yeah, Dude. wow, they're, they're, I thought they're four pot. What? You would think NPR, would think? yeah. When adoles- it was probably wow. a, it was a study. Oh, so a study published Tuesday—that's today. This is hot off the press. Whoever posted that for NPR is getting fired. Journal of morning. Clinical sci- Psychiatry finds that when adolescents stop using marijuana,
2: even for just one week, their verbal learning and memory improves. Dude, I went from being illiterate to the dean's list. Put it that way. <laughs> Well, Spoke pot since I was 11 as soon as I tried when I was an adult and off pot straight As I've got a a, a one of my students is a very
0: top level surfer and uh, you know the stereotypical if you're not from California you're like dude what's up bro, what up, bro? <laughs> right but Shut everyone who surfs at a very high level they're very clean very healthy at least today yeah and uh, not and I, and I was asking him like what's the real deal like what, are the, what are the what's the what's the kids doing nowadays yeah and he goes, he didn't even say dude, but I'm going to say it, dude. He's like, as soon as some kid starts smoking pot, you immediately see them just drop off. Like, their performance done. Like they they stop competing. Right? He's like, Kelly says, it is so kryptonite. quick to see that they just drop off the radar. He's like, it's, it's unbelievable. I'm like, and this is a non-member kid. Like, he just like. This is not someone out of our faith. And he's like, boom. Like, it is so obvious when kids start partying that they drop out of the scene so fast. Yep. He's like, there's a few anomalies. Yeah, of course just but, anything, you know? but for the most part, they just, they're just they just done Totally And they become
2: Dude. Good for you and PR for posting something real Alright,
0: so we are going to jump into uh, Step 7 share, I believe it's your share, Jay Wow And then uh, we're going to come like right it. back For Ask the Attic. And I may start with the Ask the Attic with
2: some listener questions You guys okay with that? Yeah, I'm cool with that Okay, come on back Keep listening. I'm Jay, I'm an addict I'm Jay. Yeah. grateful to be here Grateful to uh, lead the meeting for Marvin while he's away. Um, <clears throat> to uh, step seven, humility—something I am definitely still working on on a daily basis—and uh, I feel uh, especially—I f- I feel humbled tonight because of a lot of reasons. Um, first off, it's it's me and my wife's eight-year anniversary today and uh it's awesome it's the best and uh it's the only reason why we're together still in eight years is because of this meeting so that's why it's extremely humbling um we first uh started going to the meetings as most people know in San Clemente when there was about five to six people there there were no couples other than the leading couple and uh and um Here's where we are today, and now the room's full of couples and babies, and I love it because that's what this program does: is it saves not only individuals' lives, but it saves uh, families. And we all know that that's you know that's the center of God's plan for us is to is that to, to thrive in families and to grow and struggle and all the stuff that comes along with having a family. And um, I wish I had these steps handed to me when I first got married, right? Like I mean, even before the draw, like I just I mean think of think of where you'd be if you had these steps when you first got married. You know, a lot of people in here have been married a while and and uh, are just in life if you had these steps. But um, thinking back of when I first did step seven, I remember doing it and, like, reading it and answering the questions. And, you know, I just come off of a four and five. So, like, did this massive inventory, which is a lot of work and a lot of, like, emotional roller coasters, remembering all these things from your life. And then when I read six and seven... I remember clicking like, Oh man, this is inspired because like they say things in here of exactly where I was at that time. When I read this, like I had been sober for over a year. I still harbored, like it says in step six, a lot of desires to change on my own without God's help, without Christ's help. And, um, I needed more steps, plain and simple. And so when I read this and step six, I was like, okay, I don't have to be perfect right now. Just cause I, you know, just cause I'm sober. Like the heavenly father knows I still have a lot of things to work on. And, um, you know, it says humbly ask Heavenly Father to remove your shortcomings, and I feel like this prayer, this step is still going on in my life, you know, years later, I did the steps four years ago, and, um, you know, I still am asking all the time for different things, and then you think you got something taken care of, and then something else comes up, and it's challenging, and, but, uh, me and, me and Brian always talk about this, is like a barometer, right, humility is, like, as you say, it's like a barometer of where we're at in, in our recovery, you know, how we're, how we're taking things in life, and, um, you know another so that 's one thing that I was thinking about is obviously my anniversary, and I just wouldn 't be here w- without my wife and I was thinking about just where you know um, it would have been really hard I think I, hopefully I would have been able to do it without like if I had to but i 'm so happy i didn 't have to do it alone and i 'm so happy that she came back um, after i after I got sober and um, she 's definitely humbling to to be by my side during those times so i 'm grateful she 's with me, and then also but my friend James is here from from high school and and we've known other for a long time and um it's just amazing that we're both alive still and that we're sober and that God's found a way to to work a miracle in our lives just like everyone else in this room and uh I know that you know he lives and that these steps are just a way to find him you know it's one thing I was saying today to someone over the phone anyone can say they believe in Christ when life's going good You know, people can say, oh, I believe in God, I believe in the atonement, I believe in the scriptures, I believe in this, I believe in that. But then when life shows up and challenges, you you start to face real challenges, you know, like addiction or anything in life, you know, loss of a loved one, you know, sickness, health, job loss, all these challenges that we face in life. Can you then get up on the pulpit or can you then say your prayers with like gratitude? You know, I've learned that's not so easy to do, you know. And um, but through this through this program and through recovery and through helping other people and continuing to work on my own recovery, I found out like slowly over time, like I'm getting I'm getting more humble. Like you know, I didn't think that was possible at one point. But when I first got sober, I realized that like my whole life had been it's been I was a phony. I was a taker. You know, I didn't give to anyone, and I thought I was some Christian, or I thought I was some one who cared about other people. But when I was in my disease, all I did was take. All I did was take. And anything I did was always to get something in return. Deep down, it took me a long time to realize that, but once I did, it was actually a humbling experience, and it changed my life. And It's helped me to learn how to serve people with not expecting anything in return. And I'm so grateful for this step and for all these steps. And I was looking in the topical guide, and it says in um, James 4.10, I typed in humble. It says, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, And he shall lift you up. Think about that. Everyone who walks in this room, if you're an addict like me or a loved one of an addict or an alcoholic, whatever, you're at the bottom. If you found yourself in this room, you may not know you're at the bottom, but, you know, you're at the bottom of your life, you know. And think of what that means, you know, coming in here and trying to do something and listening to other people that you barely even know, taking their advice. I don't know about you, but Heavenly Father for sure has lifted me up. And obviously that's through the atonement of Christ and that's through these steps and through other people that are just as imperfect as me helping me out. I was talking to Xander, who's not here tonight, but we're saying like, why did, why did it work for us? We knew a lot of people that came in those early meetings and they disappeared. You know, some of them died, unfortunately. And I'm like, why did we make it? And we both came to the realization of one thing we respected in the beginning, we were humble enough to respect is time. Anyone who had time meeting in recovery, that was an addict like us, we would do whatever they said, even if they were crazy. Like, I mean, there were some characters at that other meeting (laughs) that had some personalities, like, I mean, some some interesting cats. And, uh, but if they had a day longer than us, they had a week, they had a month, they had a year, they had six years, 10 years, five years, all in between, they had time and we wanted that. Because we couldn't survive without opiates. We would steal from our loved ones, our family, our friends. We would, you know, there was no ends to what we would do to get drugs. We'd steal from each other. We'd fight all the time, and uh, <laughs> so anyone who had time, we were, we were we were, we respected them. And so, um, if you're new to this meeting and you don't have a sponsor yet and you haven't started the steps, get on the train. And if you've had started the steps and you're stuck on one, humble yourself, humble yourself, and let Heavenly Father, let Jesus Christ, let Him just lift you up. You know, just do the next step. You know, I would always say that with guys I would sponsor; is they'd call me with something. Big challenge in their life, or this, that, and the other, what's going on? I'm like, so what should I do? I'm like, the next step. That's the answer, it always is. And then, when time you're done, you're not complete in life, but you kind of get it. You're like, oh, okay. I got to go back and find humility almost in everything. I got to find surrendering in everything. I got to find being honest in every, you know? So, the answer is always the next step. I'm grateful to be here, and I say that in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.
3: Amen. Yep. Ask me. addicts. All right, we got a... Oh,
0: shoot, okay, yeah, we're going to record on this. Um, I just dropped it on the wrong uh, garage band feed, but I can move it down lower. You
2: sure? Yeah, easy, no problem. Okay. I know you're um, a professional now. I am. Semi-pro. Semi-pro, but pro to me. Dude, pro. if
0: we can do a podcast, any chump can do podcasts. Anyone. Except well, Jay. Except for me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone but me. There's and, actually quite uh, a few LDS podcasts. We're part of this, uh, this group in Facebook. We are? Um, and actually, I'm going to read something funny. Because someone to another podcaster sent them a message, and he said, So I had an individual message me through my podcast Facebook page after a number of interesting and unsolicited declarative statements claiming that I would be, quote, dropped by God for rebuking... President Trump, I run a missionary podcast. Trump has never come up. I was eventually told that I should, quote, stand down in my podcast until I have, quote, been taken into the presence of God and have been encircled in the arms of love.
2: For my sanity... This looks really fun. Uh-oh. What's going on here? <laughs> no. Uh, oh, that was All right, was so sorry for that little break. Um, basically... Our stake president just walked in and said hi. Anyways, walked okay. into the studio. Into the studio. Like, how did he get how into our studio? How do you find our studio? It's so weird. So we were kind of caught off guard, but... Yeah. Uh, we share the same studio building.
0: We have a very... <laughs> very uh, high-rise. Very supportive <laughs> stake president who... Uh, uh, anyways. Yeah, awesome. So anyways, were you,
2: reading? you were reading a
0: question. So so, uh, oh. <laughs> uh, I'm dro- not dropping any names on here, but he said... Uh, uh, you know, this, this person said basically you to stop podcasting, blah, 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 like... Check yourself. <laughs> and then there's all these people like commenting. And then Richie T. Steadman, who does the cultural hall, he goes, Send him my co- send him, send me his contact information, I'll engage. <laughs> well, if you so know he, him, he's yeah, just funny. Yeah. He just wants yeah. to talk to this person.
2: So this is someone said that to us?
0: No, no, to no. another LDS Can I say LDS podcast? A podcaster who happens to be a member of the Church of Jesus Christ Latter Saints. Mm-hmm. So he does a missionary podcast. Okay. And he doesn't mention politics or whatever. And this guy was oh, this guy like had a problem. Yeah, with that. we haven't had too many. Uh, we get a lot of emails. Hecklers. So speaking of which, I'm going to go to listener some listener emails. Okay, I need to get your opinion on some.
1: Okay.
0: So, um, I got. Uh, uh, I have a few about uh, very similar to this, from moms. I love your podcast, and I'm going to paraphrase one of them, and I've got like two or three this last week that are almost the same. I thought they were the same ones if I went back and read there from different people in different parts of the country. I love your podcast. I just came across it as a result of my son telling about his addiction to pornography, and he's been struggling with. I am proud of him for wanting to take this step. He's 17. He decided to talk to our bishop, who happens to have a daughter whose daughter has a porn addiction. I'm hopeful he will get direction and counsel from our bishop. I'm coming to you to ask how I can best help him as his mom. He and I have a pretty good relationship. He told me about his problem and has not told his dad yet. I am sure he will, but just not ready to yet. I feel like this is falling squarely on me. I will continue to listen to your podcast to give me hope and have helped me uh, give context to the conversations I have had with my son. Thank you. So uh, what advice would you have for this mom? Me? Round table. Johnny? First of all, that's
4: awesome. I and mean, just to have a, a young man be honest and open with their parents. So what I love about, so I facilitate Wednesday nights, which is men's only meeting, we've been seeing a lot more young men come through, and it's been huge. And then, so I look at them, and, and first of all, you know that it's not only these kids that are honest coming out. Right. Like, oh, I have the problem. We know that it's they're the ones probably being like honest. 90%. Yeah, they're the only ones coming out and honest about it. Right. And so the first the first thing is the fact that they're they're being open is awesome. But the just the program works for everyone. Right. Works for you old or young. And then for the young men that come in and just seeing the miracles and the changes that they are making just by coming up and showing up and knowing they're not alone. I mean, just that alone just show up to a meeting doesn't they they accommodate whatever
3: ages. And so I've been blessed to see these young men come to our to our meeting. Yeah, and I think it's natural to have one parent that you're closer to. I mean, I I was able to talk to my mom about a lot of stuff, and my dad would always find out either secondhand from my mom, you know, in confidentiality, or I would eventually tell him later when I was ready. So I think you just take it as you, as you see comfortable.
0: So what what advice would you give to a young man who may be listening to this, or to a parent, or a young men leader, because um, I think there's cult. Because we've been asked a lot, like, what do we do with the youth? Because th- we're kind of discouraged about having come to ARP meetings. Um, because at a certain age, like, you wouldn't want 14 year olds in here, but are 14 year olds struggling with pornography? Of course.
2: Yes. Oh, yeah. Right. So, nine year olds are now 10 s- anyone who has got access to the internet. Right.
0: But um, so, what, you know. What if you if you're a young man's leader and you have a 17 year old, 16, 17 year old boy? Go, hey, Johnny, I've heard you mention this in a few times. What were what are like three or four key things you would tell him to do? <laughs> uh, that stuff. I, th- I think first of all, just <clears throat> this is unrehearsed, so it's just straight up. Right, just
4: be. Find someone to talk to about it, whether it's going to be someone that has, you know, a friend that that is also open in, in the in the faith. Right. I think I think getting it out is is key. Just the, the worst thing you can do is just to think that you're alone and you're minimizing and you got this because you don't. And, and it'll just it'll just go worse. So I think just the the number one thing. I don't have four things off the bat, but just okay. find someone that you can fight. That's in. the number one thing. One, yeah. Find someone to confide in that.
0: You know what's interesting? As I was talking to uh, a couple uh, tonight, actually, um, husband is uh, struggles with uh, some drugs, ha- has struggled with drugs and pornography, and she said, "You know what? I'm more comfortable if when I am ready to share, I think I'm more comfortable sharing t- or breaking anonymity about the drugs, but not the pornography." And I said, "That you're not the first one to say that, probably not the last, but it's pretty silly that that is the case because." We're not born innately wanting to get high. And we're not born like looking at an alcohol bottle and go, oh, I want to have that. That's just not happened. But it has to be sold to us. Yeah. It has to be sold to us. That's why they spent so much money on it. But Marketing. we are born with sexual desires. We would not be procreating without it. And yet that's, that's still the biggest shame.
3: Dichotomy. Yeah, there.
0: Right? It's it's it should not be surprising at all that there is sexual uh, uh, temptations and now with the plethora of pornography on the internet, that it's like, what if everyone had to go drink booze or or get high? Like before you graduate high school, you're gonna try every drug and and drink before you graduate high school.
4: Right, your body naturally doesn't but, want that. But you
0: better not get hooked on it. <laughs> right, we're gonna. But every teenager, every adult for that matter, for now is going to be exposed to pornography. Yep. And and. There's a natural, be like, we're supposed to, we're, we are innately sexual beings. So um, we can't solve that on this podcast, but it's just interesting. And hopefully the culture changes because e- even this couple, she's like, I don't know why, because I know, I understand it, but it's still there. And I don't
2: understand why. It's that way. And is it the culture? Is it me? It's a shame. I think it's, it's the adversary. Yes. Like, if the adversary controls us with addiction, and if you don't happen to be a person that he can't control with addiction, then what's the next best thing? Shame. Shaming mm-hmm. other people and judging other people. You know, the, the Bible, the all the scriptures talk about what that means, right? Like, to judging other people and what that will mean for you in the last days. And I definitely don't want to be bad. I'd rather be still repenting of things. So Hopefully your major things are done, but I'd, I'd rather be saying sorry than, like, having to like stand in front of, and like oh man all those people i judged or whatever so i think it's a way for saying to control the normies of the world like you know like and 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 uh when i say control because when you do that you give up the holy ghost you do just like you do in any other sin right like you can't live in unholy temples and if you're walking around judging people for because they sin differently than you then i promise you you're gonna eventually like you're just not going to be in a good place, just as much as if you were looking at pornography. Maybe not. You, that's the scary part, though, like with stuff like that is because it, the, the sl- it's a slower, gradual slope rather than a, a steep slope, right, with drugs. Like you start shooting, a, using uh, heroin, you're probably going to die really quick, right, most statistically. You don't see mm-hmm. a lot of heroin addicts that are in their 90s. True. <laughs> right, like so roaming the streets. And um, mm-hmm. and sa- same thing with those who are self-righteous, right? You, but it's the reverse, I mean. You see a lot of people that have made it to their 80s and 90s, and they still have missed the mark. They're still missing the point.
0: Well, I think we try... To scare people from sinning, for sure. We've talked about that before. Yeah, the, tra- yeah. the
2: culture of like, oh, I'm going to scare you to not sin, and then yeah. we've made sex bad. Sex is gr- awesome, and people used to do that with drugs. You're us as kids. Like, I mean, yeah. you know, like uh, you know all the commercials. But like, if we feared death, and we none of us would do any of these things that could kill us. <laughs> we don't fear death. Like, that's not really what all any of us fear. Like, we don't really know how to live. Like, that's we've been sold these lies of how to live, and and that's where the challenge is. But anyways, so yeah, my, my biggest thing to that parent is. You know, get this manual, read, read the spouse, manual, the loved one. Yeah, and, the you know, loved one would be great. And, so. and just to, so you can learn about it and start attending meetings, mm-hmm. listening to this podcast and, and other, learn all you can about addiction. If you really care about your loved one, whether it's your kid or your spouse, um, you're not going to judge them, which it sounds like this mom didn't. No. You're going you're gonna to pick up all the knowledge you can on it so you can do everything you can to not make it worse. Okay, great advice. One more, and then we'll
0: get an to it. So uh, Brand J., Love the podcast. Uh, been going to our local podcast for a while. Um, local meeting. Local meeting. I say podcast? Right? Yeah. Local meeting for a while. And I, I am an alcoholic in recovery, but I feel our local meeting is becoming more, you know, most of the people sharing are sharing about pornography addiction. And I feel that it's not, you know, I'm losing touch because, you know, they're at home looking at porn, masturbating, and... I've lost a lot due to my alcoholism. I may may lose my wife. I've got criminal proceedings pending due to un- DUIs and, DUIs and things like that. Uh, you know, uh, should I feel this way? Should I go to another meeting? <laughs> <laughs> no, my opinion. Jo-
3: Let's hear Johnny. Why are you Ryan. guys laughing? Ryan, you Why are you laughing at that? What's your opinion on that? And then we'll ask Johnny after.
2: Because
0: we have mixed meetings in the church, yeah. right? And, listen, and listen
3: we're, we're addicts and we're, we're selfish. We're selfish about what we want to hear we're we're selfish about the solution and a lot of times we don't want to we want to listen for the differences and we want to we want to you know we obviously we want to focus on ourselves and our recovery but I think I mean it's hard to tell someone not how to feel it's I've Mm. always hated it when someone says hey don't feel that Uh, way this is you know like you shouldn't feel that way there's all these pornographers here at the meeting (laughs) and there's only one alcoholic you know well if if everyone's grasping the atonement of Jesus Christ, then no one should be. It shouldn't be a how many of how many of this addiction is here, and, and how many of this addiction you should even is there notice a, it. If yeah. I mean, it's it's hard. I mean, I, I have sympathy for for the person, you know, that they'd want to get you know more solution for their alcoholism rather than you know maybe maybe pornography is not an issue for that person, you know, but it's. That's the I mean, great thing about ARP is that it's, Brian, it's an yours yours was a thing. your
0: your uh, drug of choice was a drug that could kill you, right? Yeah. Did you feel ever that w- when you first came to meetings, like pornography? Come on.
3: I well, par- uh, yeah, I can I see that being a
0: logical up. thing. Like, come on, like this is gonna.
3: Yeah, and I thought I thought you know pornography was totally stigmatized for me. I was like. You know, I, I did have a I did have some pornography in my past and I wasn't but I wasn't going to talk about that. OK. You know? So yeah, I was very focused on the drugs and the alcohol. And I think that was crucial to take care of that first. And then, you know, as I got more honest, then eventually all that comes comes up. But
0: Jay, you mentioned a few times of, you know, like you're not as bad as all these people in the room. Yeah. Can you sympathize with this person?
2: Yeah, I mean, I can sympathize with understanding where that just shows where that person's at, and that's okay, because, like, we're all, we're all where we're at because we're where we're at. However, someone anyone with more time than that person is going to tell them, not, like, from a judgment standpoint, but, like, it's like you're saying, I sympathize in a sense where, because I remember judging people. I remember walking into the room, with sleeping on my mom's couch, with her dog, not being able to see my son when I wanted to, lost everything, my wife wouldn't talk to me, and I judged everyone in that room. So I can see where someone, you know, it's sad to me, though, to think that someone would... um like brian said he said something very key there he's like if you really get this program and you, you start to really apply the atonement and understand it i don't know how you can still have those thoughts so it just shows where that person's at and that's okay because i was there brian was there we're all there at one point maybe or maybe not some people i know like i mean even with johnny can see it multiple and i had multiple too but um multiple addictions obviously. yeah yeah, 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 yeah so I was a, <laughs> i'm just an addict and that encompasses everything but like dude this whole thing is about overcoming the natural man and your ego and, and all, the thi- all the weapons of wars, and there's many, right? Some of us, we have our guns, we have our knives. You Think about weapons, right, if a warrior would have. That's a sinner. And so um,
0: maybe, maybe that's why I focused on, To uh, well, tonight our meeting was on step two. Yeah. And our podcast is on step seven. But it hit me really, maybe because I knew I was going to read this email from this person, that step two says come to believe the power of God can restore you to complete spiritual health. It doesn't say physical health because we've had people come in whose bodies wrecked yeah. from the drug or alcohol. It yeah. Doesn't
3: say I'm going to get rid of all your warrants.
0: Do- doesn't yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: um,
0: and so it doesn't it doesn't say a lot of people do like you get miraculous health recovery but some families don't get back together. Some spouses so, leave. Some kids will never talk to you again.
3: Yeah. Sub, some judges sentence you regardless if you are starting your Alcoholics Anonymous or coming to meetings, you know?
0: So that that hit me maybe on today because the program doesn't promise uh, restoration of all things by getting sobriety.
2: And another thing is, like, dude, I, I mean, once again, it goes indicative where you're at because a few years ago I wouldn't have said this, but, you know, where I'm at today, I've realized that, like, I know how... how how much of a natural man I am and like how many flaws I have that I'm still trying to overcome that like I need all the blessings that the Lord has for me and so I know when I'm judging other people like t- less than or more than right like Brian has said in the past like or then then I, I'm, I'm cutting myself off from those things that I need like if, if I'm sitting around judge, like I mean, the scripture says clearly, like, you, judge, not, you judge the same judgment, the same judgment you give towards other people, the same. And we're not even, sometimes we justify, well, I'm not judging them. I'm just stating the facts, or right? I've said the exact <laughs> words. Yeah. Right? I'm, not, I'm not condemning them, so that's not judging. I'm not saying they're going to heaven or hell. That's not judging.
0: Yeah. No,
2: no, dude. Reality is, like, this step, like, Brian said, a key thing that Alcoholics Anonymous teaches, which is, look for the similarities, not the differences, and in the beginning, we're all about so the differences. Advice, because all, all of you said when you first come to a meeting, that's the adversary wants us to think. He wants us to see the differences in everything. The differences in his plan versus God's plan, Satan's yeah. plan, all these pl- things and the differences. And so this world is all about making people different, right? You're an individual. Everything and everything from youth, especially for men. Be, be you, man. You're, you're you. You're, 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 you know, indulge in who you are makes you different and creative, and it's even pushed your, your truth. Now. Yeah, yeah, it's your truth, right? And and what? even more now with the millennials and like where we're at in social media and with this weird. Careful, you're a millennial. I know, but that's what I'm saying. I'm a Apparently part of this. So
0: You are too? Yeah. Apparently, yeah.
3: yeah. Are you a millennial? No, he's No, 40, I'm right? Generation I X. Yeah, yeah, me
4: too.
0: To get these <laughs> old people over here. Yeah. How much yeah. cooler does Generation X sound than Millennial? It sounds like you're being way X'd way. out. <laughs> 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 millennial sounds like I'm the new age. See how it yeah. compares?
2: See how yeah, I compared it? Right there. I compared That's it. I was comparing.
0: Sin, so mine's see. better than yours.
2: Yeah. And so we just, yeah, yeah. S- judging people because they sin differently is silly. And um, this person probably does not mean to do that. But start. The solution is to this co- person co- who wrote the email. It's co- cool that he asked it, right? Totally. So the solution is to this or person. She. Or she. Yeah, I don't know who it is. I didn't tell, I didn't you what. tell me who it was. But um, but I saw the text earlier or the email earlier. But, um, you know, is, is start going to these meetings. Uh, if you're already through the 12th step, hopefully you're not still thinking this way because you're, you're every meeting you go to now, from now on out, is to find the newcomer and try to help them. And yes, it can be for you, but for the most part, we're trying to serve other people now. And um, if you're still new, though, start looking for the similarities next meeting that you go to. you know, Start looking for ways that you may have you know, empathy for that person, right? The, the greatest thing, the solution that comes as a spiritual health, right? And, and be rest- restored from that, but it's finding empathy for others. I had none of us in this room that were addicts had empathy for anyone. We didn't have empathy for ourselves or anyone else, and so
3: yeah, and share, and share yeah. about your alcoholism. Yeah, you know, share about it, get your frustrations out, and then the next time you're you're in a room and and someone comes in and they they mention alcoholism, reach out to them and and, uh, and help them.
0: As normie in don't the room, don't just stop going. Yeah. As as normie in the room, I see all the similarities. Yeah, and. On a high school level, with the high school students, I, I see similarities for video game addiction and social media. Like it's all, it's, it's, it's all, the, it's all, the, same. all like the same. That's
4: what I wanted to say, like when when I came in and when I first started, I mean, I, I felt like well, there weren't that many um, the marriage sex addicts, right? And so I've actually been able to watch the meeting kind of shift yeah. similar to what this this person is talking about. It's like, oh, I feel like it's just turned into sex addiction, right? And so why I came in, same thing, thinking, well, I'm the worst. I was comparing on the other side, right? It's like, well the scriptures say if you're gonna if you're gonna rank them, which is dumb, you don't rank sin, right? But it's like, oh this is the most serious versus adultery and then you know and then you know there's like murder and then adultery and all that stuff. So I came in, same thing, thinking, oh I'm worse than everyone else. No one else has has my problem all this because I wasn't I was just comparing. But then what was the beauty of it, and, and, and Brian hit on it so, beautiful, so perfectly, was when I started to listen to everyone, it was you know, the, the heroin, cocaine, alcoholics it was all the same. It was all the same. When I really listened to the, to, the, to the solution in there, to the people that were actually actively working the steps and were actually making progress in recovery, it was all the same. It was solution all the atonement. The, same. the solution was the same. And for me, that, that was all I needed. When I finally was able to break that barrier, and just say it's it's not about where I'm at, what I've done, what this other person's done. It's we're all doing we're all in here for the same reason, right? And then and even sometimes in the meetings now, we will not even identify. Like, oh, I'm an alcoholic. I'm a sex addict. We just talk yeah. about addiction generally, and we all we're all speaking the same language. It's the same.
0: Hundred
2: percent. Yeah.
0: Boom. Okay. Thanks, guys. Let's get on to what I wanted awesome. to gather you together was to do a roundtable on sponsoring and sponsorship. That is something <laughs> that. Uh, that Again, ARP culture, it doesn't really, it refers to a trusted advisor in the book, mainly because this is program is pretty new um, or throughout the world, and there may not be people in recovery, but sponsorship is definitely the culture in our meetings here, definitely the culture of a, any other 12-step meeting. There's a sponsor-sponsoree relationship, um, and so I've learned that from I've learned that from observing different meetings within the church, that those meetings that did not have that culture, people did not get recovery. They got got weeks or months, and it was a constant cycle of relapse. And as soon as sponsoring started coming in, then people started to get traction, and people started to get months, weeks, years, and meetings grew. Um, So I got a list of questions, and I want us to, to jump in. So number one. How frequently does the sponsee-sponsor contact each other? Let's just go round table. Jay. Jay. And Jay's, we've talked about it on another podcast, and you've kind of changed over the years. Yeah. So currently, what is your answer to that?
2: Uh, I tell them when I approach someone, like if they want sponsorship, I say the way this is going to work is I'm going to give you my number, and when you call me, then we will talk. And if you don't call me, don't expect me to call you. It's not because I don't care or to love you. Did you always do that? No. Okay. Why like, did you transition to that? uh because the tony robbins approach to recovery where was like i'm gonna be there there because uh, i say i have a tony robbins because i love tony robbins like and I, I would pay if i had extra money i'd pay to go to the seminars but everyone i know who's paid to go to the seminars it didn't change their life It was a great experience <laughs> but like they have to come on with silly work and what he does is he sells them reco- like kind of like recovery coaches right like mm-hmm. they're coaches they're life coaches and the the point is is you it, it it takes the effort of the person that needs the help right not the teacher the, the student needs to come to the teacher, right? And this is not what we are, but I'm just saying this applies in a lot of aspects. So yeah. um, I used to call everyone and text everyone and send them motivational quotes. And everyone I sponsored the first couple years that I did that with, everyone relapsed and, and is no longer around. And um, and all I did that was different um, within the last three years versus those first year and a half, two years, um, was uh, – I would up front when someone would shake my hand and say, like, will you sponsor them? Like, For sure I will. I'm I'm down to do whatever it takes, but I need to ask you a couple questions. Are you know, one of them, are you willing to do whatever it takes? And are you gonna call me? Because I want you to reach out to me daily. You can reach out in a call, text, or email, whatever it is, but you gotta reach out daily until we get through the steps, you know. And if you do that, then great. And if not, I'm not gonna lose any sleep, so you're not gonna disappoint me. Don't like avoid me when you see me at the meetings. Like I I'm I'm gonna be fine. Like I'm cool. I'm doing this to help what, you. What
0: if you sense the person's extremely shy, very timid? You know, not everyone, You're a very gregarious person. Yeah, right? but there are certain personalities yeah. that are very passive, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. W- would you modify
0: that no. if you? Okay. No, because what? Yeah. Brian, my, what about you? Me.
3: I've I've reached out to the more shy people, um, just on my own, on my own prerogative. I've, you know, I've said, hey, how you doing? Um, but it is mostly up to the suffering. Do,
0: do you set the ground rules in the beginning of that? So generally in our meetings, yeah, it's, it's, it's after the meeting. There's the meet and greet or the, the linger longer where that conversations are happening. And and someone may say, "Hey, would you be? A, you know, how's a sponsor work? Do you set the ground rules pretty quickly in that relationship?"
3: Yeah, and it all comes from a position of love, and it's and it's here's the book. Step one: start with that. And you need to call or text me every day. And then, you know, and then it's on them.
0: Okay. Johnny?
4: Absolutely. Uh, no ground rules. I kind of just try and, um, I not want to say wing it. But uh, obviously, uh, I think what, what Jason is really, really important. It's 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 not up to me, the sponsor, to try and reach out to them. As, as much as you just want and hope the best for these people. You want Probably. everyone to succeed and to find
1: recovery.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: But... It's, it's not up to, we're not doing you anything. You, you can't them, want it
0: more than them. Right. Is that what we are saying?
4: Right. Or it's just, it's not up to us. We're not the one saving people. We're not the one carrying no. them through recovery. It's, they, ha- they have to find it on their own. But uh, what, what I find is I have reached out. Not be, not, but it's never checking in like, hey, are you, are you sober today? Or what are you doing today? Or like, did you read scripture today? It's never, it's never from a, a stance of like, hey, I'm, I'm holding you accountable for anything. It's more of when I've been prompted to yeah. share a spiritual thought or something like that. But I one hundred percent expect them. Hey, if you're struggling right now, if you need a little bit more of a to ramp it up, you need to contact me every day. Check what, in.
0: What yeah. if what if the sponsor would say, "Hey, Brian, I need you to call me every day. I really struggle at lunchtime every day. Could you do me a favor and call me at lunch?"
3: <laughs> yeah, I'd be wary about it. I mean, I, I, my heart wants to say case by case scenario, but okay. then my my intellects saying you need to not baby. You need to
0: not. Okay. You need to. You I know. I saw something yeah. firsthand with Jay a few weeks ago, where we were visiting with a gentleman who finally got, finally admitted that he was an alcoholic. And and it, it was the first time I met this person, but it was it was uh, it was known known to me that everyone around this person knew he was an alcoholic. And but it was a time where this guy had a had a moment of clear He was probably drunk at the time. Jay was he? Um, but he said, he basically was saying, I need help. I'm willing to get help. And, and I know Jay, cause I know he's driven people t- three states away to go take him to recovery and Jay like, all right, are you willing to do this? Are you willing to do this? And immediately was like, well, not now, maybe in a couple of weeks, not now. And Jay kind of backed off. And it was interesting because I know Jay's a salesman. Like Jay we could have, Jay could have got him in my truck, and we could have been at a facility within an hour. We know the contacts. We know who to call. Jay could have easily, and this guy would have like, oh, oh okay. But Jay didn't. He backed off, and I and I was I asked like, why? Like you could have, and what did you tell me?
3: It's not ready.
2: Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it. it, it once again, you can close it, but it's like it's. I used to have the highest close rate when I my first sales job for alarms, door to door. But I also had the highest in the office <laughs> petition. Really? <It> canceling. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I remember getting a call from my manager the one time. And this goes into this point right here. He said, "Well, you." He assumed right away. Well, you got to be shady then. You're, you're lying. And I said, "Well," and he said, "Well, you can come with me." My only thing is, I actually don't have to lie. I'm like, he, and I said, "What's probably happening?" He said, "I'm closing." those percentage of people that probably shouldn't have been closed in the first place right like which you know if, when you believe in your product it's hard not to well yeah. I was the same way with recovery I believed in this so much obviously because it saved my life I was always trying to close people and forcing them and, not forcing them but like it was almost like well I know what's best for them so like let's get them there let's do this you and, were
0: making the decision for them, for them and they and were some, following yeah
2: down. and then hoping that they'd catch the recovery along the way because that does happen however
0: That's so tempting majority with you to of one.
2: Even including I mean, it, was friends,
0: power- it was powerful to see you back restrained. Restrained. I was like yeah you were know. You could you sure. restrain yourself. For sure,
2: and then I thought about it, you know, and 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 this has been multiple times though. Like that person, I drove three states over as soon as they got out of the meeting, like out of the, the didn't even stay the full thirty-five days or whatever it was, and and cut out early and is still drinking this day. So you know these these this things happen, and and uh, and it's sad, but like now I realize the reason why I'm so hardcore about it, it's not a case. Like there's there's foundation to the rules, and then if you do it this way, then it'll work is because, like, I have never seen it work another way. Like, I just haven't. Like, people, anytime someone gets sober from this thing, which kills more people than anything else, right, it's because that person is willing to do whatever it takes. And if they're not ready to do that, if they're 98% in, they're not going to make it. Especially when we're talking about severe, like you're at the end of the spectrum, whether that's sex, pornography, drugs, alcohol, when they're at the end of the spectrum of when death is on the door for all the addiction, mm-hmm. then, dude, they got to be 100 percent in. If they're at the beginning cases, teenagers, things like that, it's different. Right. Because it says in the big book, if we could have stopped in our young. Yeah. So.
0: OK. So you're saying if you were uh, back to that 17 year old on our news. Yeah.
2: Would you probably reach out a little more often? Uh, yeah, because at that point, there's, they, if they've only been indulged for a few years or a year at that point, like, dude, uh, they're, they're not necessarily de- doomed for the rest of their life of having to okay. go to meetings, like, right? Like, yeah. th- that's like a case by case, right? Okay. But now, like, you me, made it sound like me it's and bad. Brian... You made it sound like bad going to meetings. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, I mean, no, well, I just meant, like, <laughs> well, you don't mean. have to, yeah, have to, you have to. don't have to be so damn rigorous, you know? Like, yeah. it's intense. Like, this is, like, it's not a joke. I mean, we take it as a joke, and we're all pretty casual about it, but dude like we were all all three of us sitting in with you today we're at the close of death like yeah. in our addiction and we will go back to death
3: the neural networks yeah. are locked in yeah yeah. You
2: know?
0: yeah okay okay next question how do you go how do you quote go through a step with a sponsee once they've completed one so what's the process of hey, working the steps go through the steps johnny
4: yeah, so uh, so uh, my process, uh, and I, I just do what was modeled after, after you know what I learned. But which is through. which is
0: so inter- like I think it's so cool is if you're a sponsor, you've been sponsored, another sponsor. Like right. there's this family tree back to Bill and Bob, really.
4: Right,
2: it really is. So it really is
4: good or bad traditions, right? But yeah. either way, so I mean, it again, every time is I, I don't know if I've done the same way with any with any sponsor. Okay, basically. but uh, traditionally, right, the framework is you sit down. You go through the the back of the book, right? each step, there's a work. There's, yeah, there's, there's those blank there's spots
0: where you right? you fill it out. And
4: we go through some of the some of the uh, some of the questions,
0: not all of them. But Let's hold start. on, so question: Do you go like read it to them and have them answer it, or have we'll they filled this a, out already?
4: Yes. Yeah, so they before we do it, they would have already had to have gone through it, been working the action steps, filled out, and done the work, the homework, right? And okay. then we'll meet and we'll discuss the action steps and we'll discuss the questions out of there, not all of them, but usually just do you select prompted, a few or i do I, select, I, just, to I, I try and prepare and before i'll just read through the questions and in real time i'll be scanning and i'll be like i think we should talk about that one and then i'll ask them about that question do
0: you start with a prayer
4: we, every time yeah so the format we sit in we we can and then we start with the prayer
3: and we jump in the steps
0: right. anything different brian
3: i have done it almost different with each well, sponsee yeah. um some I've sat with for each step and what, what you the, meaning the they're first, answering
0: it with you for the first time?
3: No, they'll they'll do step one. So they'll, they'll answer the questions. Okay, but, so consistently
0: they go home and answer these questions on their own.
3: But sometimes mm. I've I've had them do steps one, two, and three since those are decision okay. steps, and then I've done gone over one, two, and three with them. In one sitting. In one sitting. Four okay. is always done by itself. Right. Five's always done by itself. Um Six and six, six and seven, done nine, by nine, it. Nine. Six and seven I've combined before. Eights entirely on its own. Nines entirely on its own. And then 10, 11, 12 are more just discussions with them. They're self-explanatory. Okay. Um, they that's, can be yeah. grouped together. This is good to take notes. Funny. If no, you are in
0: recovery, you may want to push pause, rewind this, and take some notes on this. That's good. Jay, how about you? I concur.
2: Um, Anything to add? Uh, yeah, it is when you when. When, you, when it comes to the step work, it is for sure. That's a little more case by case because the reason why the phone, the reaching out to you is such a big deal, is because you're helping them break isolation. They, most addicts have a habit of isolating, right? All of us do. So the day, the the rule of the daily contact is not because we like the rules and we're like, ha, I want to make them feel the pain I did. You know, no, it's because like we had to, I had to get like you 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 know everyone sees me now six years into it. I promise you that first year, dude, I wasn't telling anyone my problems. And I was acting all the time. Like, I was the actor, right? And I wanted to be the director and the actor, right? And so um, when it comes to this, I even, me doing the steps was a little unorthodox. I actually did my fourth step with my sponsor in the fifth step. So, like, I had done most of the work, but I wasn't completed. But I was sponsoring someone who was eager and ready and, like, felt in his heart I had to be a sponsor. And so, and most people don't know this, but, like, I sat, I sat with my sponsor and finished the four-step, and it was a long meeting. Like You know what I mean? Like, Which I don't necessarily recommend to anyone to do it that way, but for whatever reason, that's how it worked with us. And, um, and, I, and I had the benefit as, as if I did it by myself because I felt the relief. You know what I mean? I've, I've, there's never been more I needed to talk about. So um, I, I, so it can be case-by-case because case, it was case-by-case case for me. Like It was different.
0: I, I I've, haven't sat through those, but I imagine yeah. – I mean, you're dealing with life and death, spiritual life and death and physical life and death, totally. that if you call upon the Lord to help you, you're going to be helped. 100 And if you had experiences where you've walked through and you were like, you planned to talk or ask something or dive into something, and then you were prompted to focus on something else. Oh, absolutely! I, I think this all the time.
4: I, I while we're talking about this, I, I can even remember times where we didn't even discuss the, the work totally. in there, and we just went. We sat, oh, like, to sat together to go through this. To go through this, right? In the whatever format we decided, and then we just go right off into here. This is what you know. These are my experiences. This is how I felt. This is what helped me. How have you seen this in your? Life? And then just it just turns into a discussion. It's just. But it's they had like, to have done the
2: step prior, like, right? They, what Johnny's saying is a lot like what we I, I've experienced too. Is it, and I won't meet with them. I mean, I will, but I'm just saying for you're a You're not going to um, quote
0: step work. I'm not gonna You'll do, meet with them, but. I'll meet
2: with them, but like when we're going to do a step, you've had to answer all the questions first. And usually right. if I get there and I see all the answers, I'm just like, Johnny, like, I mean, I, I've done it where I've read every one by one. Um, and that, that can be really good if you feel prompted to do that. But like you said, no, normally you've you got to remember you're meeting with another human. And the spirit will guide the conversation. I just want to see if they've done the work. And then so if they've done the work, let's just talk about So the if principles.
0: you saw, like, uh, I answered three or four questions and the rest of them are
2: blank. If I see one sentences on most of them, which how mine were in the beginning, because I was, <laughs> that's how I was. Right? Just imagine. <laughs> you me didn't know a how to swimmer. write either. I didn't know how to write either. i, was, I was still retarded from um, my meetings. <laughs> not, not, not like, yeah, disability. I was disabled from my drugs. But, um, yeah, and, uh, yeah no, I think um, I just want to see the work. Like, the work has to be done because this is something. I tell these people, too, like. Once again, this sounds harsh, but like it's about you getting this for you. Like I'm already, I already found it for me. Like so, there's no merit badge counselor. Yeah, like I'm not and, like, checking off, this off. I'm not getting. So. I, I'm not getting. I'm not thinking about my mansions in heaven here. Like I don't look at it that way. I don't. I and I have other things I want to do, and that's selfish. And and but I'm being here so I can so I can try to help someone else. Like be, and I believe in it. But if I, if I, I've, I've had, dude, I've had dudes where I've called them out and, like, they told me they did their four step in a matter of an hour, and they had their wife check it off, and I straight up told that person, well, then, either you're lying, there's two things, either you're lying, right, meaning you didn't really do your four step, or you are the literal, you're the most fastest person in in the history of AA, and, and, and all these AAs, um, and ARP to ever done the four step, because you did it in an hour, and you're the most honest, you're, like, the most brutally honest, <laughs> because you had your wife check it off, I'm like, So you tell me you're all three of those things, like which one of those? And then I've never met with him again since. And, um, and I, and and I didn't mean to be like harsh to shoot him down. I was just, I was trying to say, bro, go back and do it like the right way. Cause otherwise you're wasting your time and my time. Like, and I don't want to, it's not about me. It's your time. Like what's if you're just doing this to check this out for your wife or for me or for the bishop, like, well, how stupid is that? Like, I, I, I could go relapse tomorrow and be back on drugs and you'll never see me again. Like, you need to figure this out for you. Like, you know what I mean? I could get hit by a car, like, or the bishop or your wife could all, all these people can disappear. For, you're going to be left with you tomorrow.
3: Yeah. Wherever I go, there I am. And <laughs> that's, that's the whole reason why you got to be so broken and, and the pain of the solution is
2: before you're even willing to right. consider doing these things. Yeah. yeah.
3: I mean, if, if you're, not <laughs> yeah, you're not completely ready, this. then w- what are we this doing? is a lot of work. You know, It is. And, yeah.
4: uh, I've told people go back and grab. They, they show yeah. up with nothing. I'm like, go. Oh, I write it in a separate book. I'm like, go grab your cool, book. Cool, we'll grab that other go book. Grab then. the other <laughs> book. And let's see. Oh, I left it. I'm like, okay, well, we're gonna have to meet another week then. Like I've, I've been because I think you can gauge and through the discussions and through yeah, the relationships. I mean, of course you can gauge where, where people are at.
0: So yeah. that another question is, how do you? We're human lie detector tests. Too, <laughs> right? How do you? How, <laughs> how do we we've been there? We've because been there because we know it's like BS. you can't sell it. to me. you can't sell someone. So how do you call the BS? How do you call the BS out? That's the next question, is how do you... Yeah, I'll let them say, I mean... When, like you, sense, I said, I'm when you send some BS,
2: <laughs> I, how I do go, you... I call them out, I'm like, either you're foolish. I literally say that, I'm sorry, I shouldn't, but I say either you're full of this, or you are this. And so you let me know, and I give them an opportunity to tell me, oh, you were either that, did you do that? Okay, no. Because everything I'm hearing, well, it's been pretty rare. Like, I, I actually haven't had too many people. I mean, I had years ago, but I can't think of it... I can only think of it... But all of death. you
0: have said, when you were at early stages of
2: recovery, you are full of crap every time my lips when an addicts in their addiction if they're actively still using when their lips are moving they're lying if you rem- like
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> in addiction. In, the in, addiction. Addiction. in addiction in the addiction
2: as soon as you made that switch to
4: wanting recovery yes. more than anything else, Things change. then, then, absolutely, then, what, then I you're in your addiction. Your lips you're are in your addiction? Yeah.
3: I remember yeah. going into AA meetings when I was first getting sober, and the old-timers that had time would be like, shut yeah. your mouth and <laughs> open up your ears. They would say that to you to shut it because uh, everything that was coming out of my mouth was... And it was, though, right? Like, it's, yeah, not, it's so, not a so false justifying, judgment. Justifying, so me minimizing. Let me say,
0: this is a very different culture than... Maybe a PPI with the Elder Score President. So yes. So you got to yes. get over that because well, that's like
3: you a, said it's life and death spiritual. It's
0: life, spiritual life and death. So like Sometimes your Elder Score President, left. you're there. You're like,
3: all right, brother. Well,
0: all right. Have a good day. This is a different environment, different sit down setting, and and I, and I and I can see it because if you're on the uh, receiving end, if you're the sponsoree, don't be blame. If you're listening to this and your sponsor's being straight up with you, that's not the church. That's not. Yeah. Your bishop, right? Don't go. Oh, the church is lame. Church is this because brother so and so. This is not brother so and so. This is Jay, your sponsor, who's an addict recovery, who you chose to be a sponsor. Yeah, telling yeah. you
2: this,
0: right? <laughs> I got to put it in perspective because I can totally. see, so I see we're to my such wife a sensitive
2: time. You chose me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: we're we're in such a sensitive culture, and especially where and I see people flakes. blaming the church for a you know this, that, and the other yeah, that. This pro, this sponsor program, this is not. Even if your sponsor is your bishop, your sponsor has to be someone that's an addict in recovery because they've been full of cra- they've been full of crap themselves, and now they're they he, may call you, you out. See what
2: you're saying, Brad? The, the, what am I saying? 100 percent truth. That's why it goes back to the first question. This is why I vet so hard at the beginning. Like I'm doing the the qualifying ahead of time. Right, like in sales, right? You gotta qualify the buyer first. Well, it's the same thing with this. Like I'm qualifying in that initial handshake. I mean, you've seen me do this, mm-hmm. including with yeah. the other day and and I've turned people down in the sense where I'm like, all right, cool, I, you're not ready. I, Here's my I, number. I've seen you ready. say,
0: maybe so-and-so would be a better sponsor for you then. And you've
2: watched me pass people on. Totally. Yeah. And sometimes well, it's left just and give Johnny. someone another opportunity. But. So, so the first people I sponsored, I think,
4: so Jay already had gone through this, and he had the vetting process down, right? But <laughs> I think he did this intentionally to kind of break me in because I, you know, I had know, bright eye and a bushy tail. Then I was like, oh, great, I'm going to be the first time I'm going to be a sponsor, right? And I think he already knew... Um, he'd already seen he's been in the game right and he kind of so the first people I sponsored like I was all in I, I was trying to be like oh I'm there all the time but he, I, he already knew they, they didn't they didn't want it more than anything else they weren't going to do whatever it took and then so at first it, it was an ego hit to me I was like what how could how could people not want this or how could how could they not just stick with it and just do the work right it, it was strange to me but did, I think it was a way for him to me did you go to, to your me. sponsor
0: then and ask I did. That, that's what I, I think is really because. he was because just laughing
4: back there, but, I mean, it, it was. I, I wonder <laughs> if it, it was part of the, the training, right? It was, it was part sure. of the whole mentorship, right? He knew right off the bat that if I kind of had those experiences early on, I would learn to just drop my ego and just realize it has nothing to do with me. Because if, if in the beginning I had some rock stars that were in it, I think I would have thought it was too easy, right? But just being able to have that full spectrum. And just I just remember the first, first few that I, that I sponsored and that I don't know where they are. And it's just like. To so this day. To this they day. Just, I, I don't right. know. But it's those were those are still valuable, and so yeah, Jade knew, and he passed them on to me for me <laughs> for me to have yeah, that experience. Oh. Brian,
0: you mentioned <laughs> AA a few times before this last time. Did you have sponsors in AA?
3: I had two. Okay, I had two sponsors.
0: Do you still contact with them? No, you didn't get sober, like
3: no. I I kept smoking weed.
0: Okay, okay. So um, next question that that I'm really curious about too is. D- do you set clear, solid sobriety definitions? Mm-hmm. Jay
2: said, "Yeah." Okay, so I've, I've had recent. This is an epidemic, obviously, right? Like, um, so, in, in recovery. So now I'm. Just, there's an epidemic with pills, especially. So you're going to speak specifically to pills. Yeah, let's talk about pills. I'll talk about the pills. Everyone else can talk about what they want to talk about. But, like, a lot of people, when they get off heroin or opiates, right, there's Suboxone, there's Methadone, there's these drugs, there's even shots, there's implants you can get. Patches. Yeah, they're patches. Yeah, like, it's like a nicotine. For those of you listening, you don't know what I'm talking about, just you, all everyone knows what nicotine gum is or the patch, right? It's just for smoking, right? It's still feeding you the drug. It's just feeding you from a different way, right? And it's slow release and time release. I've had um several people come to me um in in recovery in the beginning you know massive heroin addicts or massive opiate addicts so they were taking so much it was just intense like um and they're like well i'm on suboxone i'm like okay so what are your plans how long have you been on it number one what are your plans to get off of it and if if they say well i have no plans like this is this is why i'm alive because that's what's being told to them by the doctors and the recovery community some of them um you know when i say recovery community the 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 people selling recovery the treatment centers. treatment centers some of them a lot of them okay. um and the clinical the clinicians and stuff um then i tell them then there's nothing i can do for you because if you're still going to be doing drugs like i mean dude i i took suboxone so once again you're not gonna lie to me like i i know what suboxone is i've had friends that stayed on it for two or three years and they lost their recovery as soon as they got off of it you know what i mean and, and some have been shaky since so um so, yeah, I, I do clearly say it. And if they're like, well, I'm still smoking weed, it's all good, but I just want to come to you for alcohol. Because there's so, uh, those things. there's bro, those, I still got time for that. Yeah. There's, like, the weed hab. The weed hab now is, right? Like, oh, I'm for sober sure. off of
0: totally.
2: A, B, and C, but I'm doing D. Like, if Brian, when we first met, like, if he, if, like, he would have said, I'm only here for the opiates, um, but I'm cool with the weed, right? Like, you're cool, I'd have been like, yeah, you can find someone else. I would have introduced him to someone else, but, like, I would say just don't. Like, I would have been, like, there's no point. There's no point. It's it's not that there's no point. It's big. It's it's good, better, best. There is a point. Like for sure you, there is rare cases like like I started with my opiate addiction and while well, I was I started smoking again. So first it was the opiates, then I got off the cigarettes and then I got off the pornography. So there was a thing, right? Chain reaction. However, yeah, but for the most cases like that's pretty rare. Like, you know what I mean? Like we're in we're in ARP. This is not A. Right? This is the church program. And we have the fullness and the fullness So if we're in the says, church, like, what
0: tell me if I'm wrong on this. You no. Know, like AA, Alcoholics Anonymous, I could be doing cocaine and still be cool. Most with my, of the early alcoholics were, were were I've talked to those
2: dudes from the 70s uh, and 60s. I'm and 50s. good with my AA sponsor because I'm not drinking alcohol but I'm doing lines of coke. It's a it's evolved now. He's Back in the now. day it was Okay. most of them were high on coke and,
3: and But pornography, right? Are. Like
2: I can be
0: Oh, just,
3: my my first sponsor in and AA, AA recommended that I That I watch pornography, and he's like, just go watch pornography and jack off all you want. You know, like that was part of your treatment with him. He's like, he was like, no weed, no booze, no pills. So no mind altering stuff. He's like, but smoke cigarettes, that's fine. Yeah, no big deal. And and pornography, pornography's fine. He's like, a lot of guys go to that. You know, at least you're not doing your.
0: So could, could there be sponsor shopping where, like, I'm looking for a sponsor that will be sure. cool with someone that? Someone who
3: buy your BS. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Right? exactly.
2: You're looking for people who, it's, it, once again, the addict's the ultimate salesman, right? Because so I've seen a few liar. people come in here right, like, they, hey, I've been to a bunch of meetings. I'm trying to find a sponsor. Are they, Xander says it good. Go sell your BS somewhere else. Like, it's, I'm not buying today. <laughs> like, I'm just not buying today. Like, do you, you call someone else? Like, he might take you. <laughs> uh, probably not an ARP because we've kind of set the precedence in the culture. So like, and, and let me let here. me
0: rephrase because I'm a group totally leader. I'm the normie. Yeah, like that would come across very. I could see people listening to this that are maybe a group leader like me. It's like I could never say to someone, but that's why an addict to another addict. That's why no one addicts. Right? That's, well,
3: that's if you read the big book. That's that was the power of the magic that. that Dr. Bob and, and Bill, that they, that they found out. They, they said, discovered. hey, what is this thing about an alcoholic? And, and if you don't agree with this, alcohol. I
0: would say, if it's working for you, keep doing it. If you're sober, it's some other method of mine. But if you're not sober, then, yeah. or you're sponsoring people not doing these methods, like we're I've just giving it, you I, our yeah, experience. I've
2: heard it in therapy. I've, I've heard people say that it's all good, you know, and we've had people. But once so, again, like.
0: So, Johnny, question yeah. for you pornography, because uh, what's sobriety in pornography? So yeah, I, 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 know, run, I run a few different Instagram accounts. I make surfboards. I run a school. I do our our, uh, Insta- our podcast Instagram, right. right? I see what I would consider pornography all the time. Okay. Yeah, so with, with pornography, it, everyone says it's, it's great,
4: right? And it, it, you know it really can? Because the, the hardest thing to detect is what was your intent? Like, what were you doing? Because you would just browse past that and be like, oh, crap, I, you know, that's, that's inappropriate. And you would scroll past it, right? Mm-hmm. And what, what I've found is, fortunately with a lot of people, and this is, we go back to, like, calling out the BS, right? It's like, oh, yeah, I had a hard week, or I screwed up this week. It's like, okay, what would you do? Oh, you know, I looked at pornography. Okay, what was it, you know? Oh, and it's like, oh, I, you know, was on video. Okay, and then, so it's just, like, still training them to just be honest. But once they usually do. Because it's, it's easier for
0: a drug to, like, I didn't take a pill. Right. I didn't take a drink. But pornography right, but or food Facebook addiction would be similar. On
4: Facebook or LinkedIn or whatever, and be like, oh, no, I just, I started, you know, I'd mindlessly start checking out girls or something like that. It's like at least they're open, and that wasn't, you know, you could call that a slip, but it wasn't, you're not out there intentionally seeking pornography, right? What do so does it?
0: pornography addiction for your sponsor, does that always include masturbation or just looking at naked pictures?
4: Um,
1: provo-
0: naked pictures, yeah. So un-
4: unfortunately, I don't know, unfortunately, but generally it's, it's one or the other, right? And if you're not being honest and you're still, let's say, oh, you know, staring at, you know, Victoria's Secret or whatever, and it's like, oh, that's not, the rest of the world maybe wouldn't say that pornography we, our stance is that is right? it really okay. modest. but if you're not going to get honest about that you're going to keep that in eventually it's going to lead yeah. down to what you would finally call pornography it's the same slippery slope that everyone's danced it's, you're pushing these boundaries you're making justifications and eventually the truth always comes out so whatever gray lines that you're trying to set so I when
0: do you that. set that with them
4: like early like first meeting couple meetings you know what's funny I don't Could actually I don't actually set and say hey this is not okay what I say is for me I don't watch okay. radar movies. I stay away from these things. I don't want anything, I don't nothing, right? Not, not, nothing that could even be construed as, as as pornography. No, nothing inappropriate, right? So I don't even watch those things. And it's, I think that example, right, is I don't know. I, it's it's been interesting to not say, hey, you. These are X and Y, or these are things you can do and can't do, right? And most of the time, I rely on them to be honest with me. Yeah, because like, they set their own. If, if you
3: like, like Brad, like. We've mentioned this before, right? You, If you set a line with addicts, we're going to go up to the line and we're going to sit and play with the line. You yeah. know? It's like, hey, that, that that barbed wire fence is electrocuted. You you're going to put not your gonna, finger around the line. and You're not going to even walk near it. You're going to be like, okay, it's a, there's electric current running through there. Well, Johnny, Jay, and I are going to go up to the electric fence and we're going to start playing with it. We're going to see how much we can shake it before we get shocked. We're going to start figuring yeah. out what the threshold is. You know, so, so it's better see. for them to self-identify these yeah, things. Yeah, so you figure it out. So
0: instead of you telling them, don't watch our movies, don't do this, don't do this. Because those are the
2: triggers, right? right. So what John, what they're saying is, is even though with the drugs you got to separate it, it's still with pornography to a degree it is too. And But once again, it's the same thing with the drugs. When I say that to someone, I'm not saying this is the rules of ARP.
0: Mm-hmm. No, right.
2: I'm saying this is my experience if you want me my sponsorship this is the only thing i know how to do like this is how i know how to get sober or this is how i know to get sober then gain recovery and then live a fruitful life is these things and i've had to and it's it's expanded right i'm completely different today than i was six years ago december week six years then you know six years ago in, in my sponsorship and what i think you know i used to did my first year i didn't think porn i was just like the a guys i didn't think porn was the issue like that was a symptom of my issue Right. A symptom of my addiction. Right. That wasn't really my addictions and stuff. But now I realize like there's Yeah, for sure. I mean, I gave up social media, rated our movie, like these things, like because I realized that it's all encompassing, like I told you. Yeah, so I agree with them. And you got to let them identify it because it'll stick. If, if, if you're being told what to do, it goes back to with like I don't go up to the addict who, and say, hey, do you want me to sponsor you? And by the way, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to help you. Yeah. So here's my number and, I, and give, let me give you your number and I'll call you all the time. Dude, they they got to come to you and want to do all that. Yeah, that's crazy.
4: I've never looking back, and I've never had to s- say set exactly. Yeah, they boundaries. end up finding that line. They, <laughs> you in your own in your own self know where you know your you're. Yeah. you already feel uncomfortable, and you know when you're pushing things.
2: And, and, right? and even if they're not willing to give up all these things, eventually, after they keep slipping up, keep messing up, keep, yeah. keep relapsing, keep using, eventually, they come to their terms. Like, gosh, all right, Johnny. Yeah, all right, I'll yeah. do what you Don't do. So what'd you, you do me. again, Johnny? Like, what'd you do, you're Brian? Okay. <laughs>
0: That leads to the next question. If they are re- relapsing or slipping, do you have them continue through the steps, stay where they are until they stream together some sobriety? So if I'm on like mm-hmm. you know, I've done step with- four or five or whatever, and I'm relapsing every month or every two months or every six months. I'll let them go for
3: it. <laughs> it's a tough, it's a tough thing to do. I had I had a sponsee who we got through the first three steps, and then he did an awesome step four. We felt like he got everything out, and in step five is when you would talk about your step four. So he did a very thorough step four. Then at step six, he just kept relapsing. And so is it does he need to go back and do a, another thorough step four? Well, he kind of got everything out. So looking back, it was really like... Step one, two, and three. Then he needed to go back and redo. So okay. we went back and re- and started over at the steps. And when we got to step four, we just briefly talked about as step four so again. So, so again. So you started over again, but you're able to go quicker through the steps. Discussion. Yeah, because it's usually it's usually a specific step that they're not grasping. In that's my experience, what's no, your experience, that, Johnny? That,
4: that's interesting you said that. So a uh, couple experiences. So one thing is if they sometimes right if you they keep relapsing maybe there's something they're still not getting honest about, right? That's one thing that, I, that I've noticed. And just like Brian said, they've done a thorough step four, and then all of a sudden, oh, wait, but there's, you know, there's one more thing that I haven't told my wife, right, that, you know, it did the four, did the five, but then there's just one thing. That, there's always maybe one more thing that they're holding on to that just weren't getting honest about. But same thing here, uh, just always trying to go forward. And if, if you're struggling, it's because you're not doing the steps. Right, so if you just need to do the work, and then
0: what, what does that mean? I'm not doing the steps, doing the work. Is that just meaning with a sponsor and reading I mean, through the answers day, in the back,
4: actually doing the action steps? Okay, right, doing and the I'm, actual action, the action steps. steps step. The black,
0: right, the black bolds right. after so step. So my four, sponsor okay?
4: every time I'd call up and be like, "Hey, I'm really struggling, or life is you know hard and unmanageable, and how am I going to get through this?" He's like, "Well, are you doing your step 10? I'm like, uh, kinda, I don't know." It's like do, your, do the step work, right? Just do the steps. Focus on the steps and just do it. Right, and and, to, to and those a, are the
0: action steps that are listed in right, the book. Right,
4: because there's it's it's not just because they're magic and they'll just it's because there's a level of humility that that helps you helps you become was a child that knows it all is unteachable or something. I don't know. So just someone that someone just with the willingness it's the willingness to just to listen. So yes, going back what Brian said, go back, review some steps one, two, and three. Usually the keys are in there, but.
0: So like we don't step, Like step three, one of the actual steps: attend sacrament sacker meeting, review and renew baptismal covenants, decide and trust, obey God. Change your, uh, change what you can change, except what you cannot change. So they're like, yeah, I'm not going to church. <laughs> it,
4: right, right. Obviously, you'd have to go that. But f- f- I think there's a there's a deeper and there's a deeper uh, commitment in there. Okay. Right. It's like every morning, what are you going to do? Right. What's your routine going to be? Are you really? Okay. Are so you really studying the daily, the hourly? Are you routine? really, really pondering? Are you really giving up and letting go of what you think other people think of you? Are you letting go of those inadequacies? Right. Those are the daily steps. Right. It's not. Uh, there. It goes deeper than that, and it's it's a daily commitment, and it can, it's personal for everyone, right? But a lot of times, like, oh yeah, my I've not I've decided I haven't been going to the temple, you know, or I, or not the temple, I haven't been reading my scriptures as diligently for the last three weeks, or, or you know, I just I stopped reaching out to you. I know i I know I'm
0: supposed to. <laughs>
4: but I stopped, right?
0: Anything to add, Jay? Yeah, I think... Uh, that was the longest you've sat through the podcast with other people talking <laughs> in the history. As <laughs> well, yeah. I told you earlier, I was not on 10th gear. Uh, that's true.
2: So, so, um, <laughs> so I that did get another extra? email that said, tell Jay to not interrupt the yeah, interviewees. That's what someone told me the other day. <laughs> One of our friends at oh, least. Really? Anyways, um, oh, that's wow. not an addict. We're at dinner. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a wife. It was my wife, wasn't it? Yeah, no. Was it your wife? Maybe it was. No. I thought it was. It was yeah, it so could have been your right. Um. Anyways, whatever. Um. <laughs> bless her heart. Anyways, uh, <laughs> she's a sweet one. Yeah, she's a sweet I one. I love you, Jimmy. And uh, um. Okay, back to the question. The question was originally too. Is like if this is one thing I like. I want to. The make relapsing. My opinion. Relapsing, the relapsing and slipping. When and I hear when I hear they, someone come to me, and is like, oh, I can't. This person can't get it. They just keep relapsing. I'm like, well, my first inclination if they you haven't had probably longer than 30 days you're not relapsed it's not a relapse okay you're just still using
3: yeah You're just in the cycle of using
2: like i used to get two weeks sober too all the time like you know what i mean from a lot of things from everything i was great for two weeks I was, and i tell everyone about it okay. right that's interesting like, so it's so so not a relapse if it's you're just, sponsoring you're just still someone active. that's calling you and you're calling it a relapse dude if they haven't done any of this like if you're on step three and they're using every they're on a two-week cycle dude they're not if, in recovery yet. not in recovery yet. It's not a relapse. Okay. okay? Relapses, I look at relapses as, as someone who's, who's been working a program, gets through most of the steps, has significant time, like 30, you know, th- I don't know. There's not a specific, but maybe 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, a year, half a year. Those are relapses to me, right? It's like, dude, the guy's had recovery and lost it. That's a relapse, right? And, well, it takes three weeks to develop a habit. Well, there you go, right? Okay. So then I'm on to something, yeah, right? So, uh, and then the other thing would <laughs> that was be uh, biggest rationalization. Uh, <laughs> three weeks, no, yeah, yeah. three weeks. That's anyway. not a habit. Right? So that's what you did. No. Yeah, that
4: was, yeah, that's why I held on to it. And, and then, yeah,
2: down. right. We all say some stupid things like this, like you know. And then, um, or if you can get to whatever the blessing that you have to give or whatever it is, or oh. something, you right. know,
0: sober up so I can sober give a blessing. Sober up so you can do a
2: blessing. I'm gonna have you know a temple record, whatever it is, okay. a wedding to go to. Um, the other thing is, what uh, was the other part? Because I remember I was gonna. Do, do you have them go back to step oh, one? Oh, yeah. Okay. So individually, right, it's different, right? I've had several people where in, in AA, like my, my the dudes that I look up to in, the, in ARP that came from AA all say no matter what, as soon as you relapse, you go to back to step one. It's just part. It's just what they do in okay. AA. It's like a, I mean, that's what I understand. I've never been, but okay. that's what they told me. And, and so I did that a lot. However, there's been cases where I'm like, once again, it's a long period of time, and it's it really had nothing there. If I don't feel like the spirit really has told me, there's been se- several different people where I knew for a fact that they were like, I just, the spirit was just like, they're still not being honest about something like that. You're holding on to something. They're holding on to yeah. something. And sure enough, the spirit was right. And eventually that person confessed of more things. And what do you know, they're, they're resolved to withhold from temptation, you know, to hold back from temptation was stronger after that. And once again, it goes back to honesty. Right. And, um, but then there's been other cases too, where, um, if I didn't tell them to go back to step you know, one and start all over again or step four, like they got everything, everything's good, right? They've already done all the steps or most of them um, or all of them, let's say. Um, it's usually, like Johnny said, it always goes back to step one, maybe may one, two, and three, but usually it's one. It's like they're still not honest about probably some triggers in their life. They're not honest about maybe, so, like if it's porn, social media, if it's, alcohol then it's like they're not honest about hanging out with the co-workers after work you know what i mean like you could be a million things that are their triggers right or not going to church well dude guess what if you're a member of this church and you you've committed it's like they say in a like good luck trying to live another like you know head full a and a belly full of booze is a horrible combo the the same thing with a church member Hmm. i've seen a lot of people i've looked up to in this program get sober through ARP, the irony, they'll get that, but they won't go to, back to church on Sunday, but they'll come to the church building for ARP. All those people ended up relapsing. Mm-hmm. I knew of. And people had had significant time, two, three years. Get their whole life back together. But they didn't keep their covenants. This is not AA. So if you're listening and you're like, dude, what the heck are they talking about? Dude, this is go to an AA podcast. It's not an AA podcast. This is what we know You has know, been given to us. And um, so it is case by case. However, generally... If 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 they if if you start sponsoring two weeks ago and don't it, it wasn't a relapse okay like that's they, probably yeah. the newest thing that I've learned is like that's you have you're not a relapse you're just not sober. Lexi yet. Lexi will come to me all the time and say oh I just talked to so and so's wife and I guess he relapsed. I'm like did he have recovery? Like I never thought that person had recovery. He's like well they've been coming for a year. I'm like yeah and they picked up a new cover chip every other month. Like I mean that's I'm not trying to be phys- I'm just saying like that's not recovery. Gotcha. You're okay. still in the cycle of addiction. Have you ever dropped a sponsor? Like you said, I'm not like, like, it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. No, um, <laughs> Xander's the one who told me how to do this. The three strike rule. And okay. this is years ago because I used to be, I thought I was a savior. I had a savior complex in my recovery, just like I did on my mission. And you we wanted it, to save them. Well, it's, it shows a righteous intent. Like mm-hmm. usually people who have a savior complex are actually really good. They care a lot. However, they care people to death, right? They, they're the smuggler, the smudge. They're the enablers. They usually are codependents. Most addicts are codependents in their recovery in the beginning. Because they, they, they feel so great John you about your ego, like yeah. sometimes your ego like well, I'll feel either. good about myself if I can get Well it does feel good naturally. Obviously. So why would you want to do it more? Yeah. But then sometimes you're just you'll do whatever it takes. You know, once again you're like, yeah, you gotta figure out where it's at. But um, the three strike a, rule. The three strike ahead. rule is is, is big and, and um if someone if someone keeps relapsing, right? Like the, the month, sixty days, relapse, boom, boom, relapse, then eventually or or it's even not even to that point. Like, just say they're not doing the steps that you're asking them to do, right? Like, say you felt prompted to tell them what to do here, here, and here. And this is not in a meeting. This is your sponsee and sponsor, right? So you've told them specifically to do something. It's like on the mission when they say you drop an investigator. Yeah. We all they're not know making commitments. When we transfer to areas, you get this freaking book, and you're in your mission, and it's like people have been in there for freaking 20 years, and it's the same investigator The board's still talking to. It's like, dude, that person hasn't kept a commitment in 20 years, and yet... We're still wasting time is going there. It's, I remember the, the, the elder coming, you know, the 12 apostles coming to our mission and telling us to remove them. And as a convert, I was like, how can we remove these people? These are the Lord's children. But, no, dude, I get it now. Because, because guess what? If I call you and I spend my time with you and you're not serious, right, and you're not willing to do what it takes to get recovery, I'm missing, it's opportunity. You're an economics man. It's opportunity cost. Yeah, there's right? someone else you could be I'm, l- Yeah, I'm losing opportunity over here. And 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 the Lord, Lord has all these people ready. Are you Brian sure there's ready?
0: enough people within the church that are struggling with addiction? Dude, <laughs> I thought you're the only ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, I know, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I got the only three people in the, the only entire. Three people.
2: That's what I'm saying. So I tell people, I like drop them, drop them in two seconds, and why? Because I promise you, if you're still eager to serve someone, God's gonna someone drop else. another person in your lap that's ready to. That's Brian and Johnny who called. You know, Johnny walks in, you saw, that we saw that happen, boom, yeah. he just, here he is, and he's here earlier today. Brian calls, he's still here today. Now, if I was sponsoring if you 17 were, other people, I wouldn't have, like... You wouldn't the have had, the, had a time. Time. Or maybe I would have been different, or there's a lot of things, you know, it's opportunity cost. We don't know, really, the effect. Um, I do
0: think that if you're in a... Humbles, three strikes.
2: Humbled out, you will be inspired. You to give him three it. strikes. Listen, this is your first okay. strike. Give, and I, you would actually tell him that. Yeah. Like, it's your, your first strike two more times i'm going to have to drop you and the reason being is is cuz it's not working and i'll usually say it's not it's not like i'm saying you're a failure and i don't want you to come like you should find someone else cuz obviously you don't like my solution i'm giving you and i want you to have sobriety i really do so i'm not i'm not dropping you cuz i'm i want also just to save someone else mm-hmm. it's because like dude i want you to be if i it's not working if our dynamic you don't like what i'm telling you yeah. call johnny call him. you know you know, you have to find someone I didn't sponsor because you guys all three have very thing. different personalities. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but guys, we do. Yeah, yeah, right. You guys
0: all three have very different personalities, yeah, and so I could right. see some that that would get along with Johnny, it wouldn't get for along sure. with you, Jay, or get Me along with. Me and
2: my sponsor would. There was a couple dudes in the beginning in San Clemente. There was only one meeting, right? So there was only a little group of ARP. There was eight of us that were solid, and so anyone who walked in. There was a lot of dudes we'd pass off. Like, he would he would try it first with Mike, and then Mike would pass them to me, and then back to James. James always seemed to get the, the at the end. He'd get the people that, like, none of us wanted to work with, and I'll try, you know what I mean? And then it wouldn't work either, because, once again, it's not about the sponsor. Like, yeah. it's not. Usually people who yeah. are shopping sponsors like that, it once again, they're just not ready. Like, yeah. it doesn't work out.
0: Brian, you relapsed. Twice. Twice. Um, did... Uh, question for you is you you came back and and shared that with the group the home your home meeting was that advice from your sponsor was that a per, in, in
3: yeah at both times uh it was go share about it take a newcomer chip and, and move did, on. did you want to follow that advice or you're like can i just well, keep this a course, secret between us of course not the first <laughs> the first time i was first <laughs> time you wrecked i was just oh my god you know it was, it was horrible speak up to the mic because you bit. had a miraculous ch- ch- like yeah I thought I was cured and then I and then I was humbled real quick and then I didn't like that And but it was my ego not wanting me to to get honest and, and share with other people but you know the second time it was like more of a learning experience and so sharing that was like a strength and I'm not saying I'm never ever going to relapse again but I'm doing good ever since you know and I don't know. Relapse, relapse is part of recovery for for some people, and for some people, it's not. And
0: uh, that's a it's a scary thing to say. And as a normie, you're like, you don't want anyone to ever relapse. No. But you say it's part of recovery. But I also hear people say it
2: doesn't need to be your part of your recovery. Totally. But it is a part of recovery. I'm sure. I'm sure. Here, that's a, where you're going with this. I'm sure, even though Brian's had that be part of his experience, he wouldn't want any of his sponsees to have to go through that because yeah. he. Th- we're the rare... We're the, like, this really is a... Like, anyone who's alive today in recovery is a freaking miracle. Like, you know what I mean? Like, remember the statistics of people who die yeah, from no, this. Yeah. So so he... We would never wish that upon and say, like, hey, it's all good, dude, if you relapse. It's all good. We're, we're still going to do everything in our power to make that scare... Not scare, but, like, kind of be real to the point where, like, dude, you could die and I could die. And so we never wanted to be a part of our... So, another person's story. But if it is, we're not going to go... I hope oh. it's all done. Well, can you believe you use heroin today? Like, what? Dude, I, we all used it. Like, you, we were using yeah. our drugs. So, like, yeah. it's. Uh, Zander, that's what addicts say, right?
3: Xander and another, another person that I looked up to in Alcoholics Anonymous said the exact same thing. They, they said, when you're an alcoholic or you're an addict, it is, it's a miracle that you're not continuing in your addiction. It's when an alcoholic stops drinking, it, that's like, What? You know, oh, yeah. They're supposed to keep
0: well, drinking. And you they're could, an alcoholic. You can say the same thing on a pornography addict when it's in your face all the time. You've,
2: yeah. So but what, right, what he's saying is addict. crucial. What Brian's saying is is crucial. Is like to not what Xander sold and another guy told us because I think we're there at that lunch is like it's that's what that's the norm. Mm-hmm. So we shouldn't be surprised when people. Yeah. It, okay, it's actually. more surprised. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. When, the, I mean, the norm.
4: We heard it tonight. I mean, t- the fact that you can now sit, yeah, you know, through hard things and sit in pain, just sit it, sit in it, and yeah, feel it, and just that. be like this. This sucks right now. Okay. Yeah, but the fact that you're not back. using, yeah, I mean that that right there. It's Not even that's, a thought in that person's mind. Yeah, share that's that. that's what's the the that's what's the miracle, right? Right.
3: Huge.
4: Where? Yeah. Because Before, the, no way. If I felt pain, it's like no, no. Back in the this. day, I'm not gonna feel this right. Yeah, now, right? I'm totally. Good. I'm
2: entitled to, to numb out. And I get, know what to covers my my this head. up. Yeah,
4: exactly.
2: And that's miraculous. So, so what you just heard is three individuals who, for majority of our existence on the planet Earth. That's how we dealt with everything. And now As you're, soon sitting, you're sitting here telling...
0: As emotional pain, physical anything, pain, anything. You sit in it and feel like, it. Yeah, right. Are you kidding me?
2: Are you kidding me? we almost... We got to a point where most of us were... Yes, l- that's we were what s- I do. We, had, we <laughs> were searching for it. Dude, we were searching it sucks, for It but I do it. Dude, you've heard my wife make fun of me. We are searching for it. I would look for, like, any injury possible. Oh, i have hurt dude. myself and then try to hurt it even... Oh, dang it, nothing broke. I know. Um, I was, like, carrying my doctor's phone number in one hand and a hammer in the other, dude. Just, this you is know, only going like, to get me like, 30... I yeah, never, I would, I'd be praying. when if I got hurt? Like, oh man, I hope something's broken. So, oh, I hope something's So, broken. so
0: this is the this is why the X games. <laughs> I don't want all This code. is why X games exist. Is that yeah. what you're trying to say? Yeah, no. No,
2: what I'm saying is, is that that like this, it's. I don't even think even we recognize it sometimes. But I just had that aha moment. Like, no, you're but what the thing three, is,
0: the normies can't comprehend that. you that's what I'm saying. You, yeah.
2: you're sitting around three humans that for the majority of their planet Earth existence. Was 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 self-destructive. We heard it in the share tonight too. That was un, it was unnatural to the man. Like, it's, we we have a fight or flight mechanism to save our lives. Mm-hmm. We were killing our lives. Like we were trying to kill ourselves because we couldn't deal with. We'd rather not have pain, so therefore we'd cause death. Like it didn't. Even, it was so <laughs> acidifying backwards. And now we're I don't not. Want to feel now we're pain, sitting here telling you. So I want to feel death. So, yeah. We're, so we flirt with death because we think that will leave us. But, and now, what I'm getting at, the miracle is, you're seeing with three people who are saying the exact Opposite. We're here at a, a 10.45 at night, you know, <laughs> passionately talking about how, like, we would never do that again. We're getting paid for this, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Mansion's <laughs> in heaven. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, let's wrap it up. I think we've answered a lot of questions. Yeah. Um, if you should, have more, really shoot us a direct message, email, whatever, uh, 12 change.com. I, I think there's an email section on there. Uh, DM on Instagram Let or Facebook. Let us know what other
2: roundtables you like. Yeah, with round this was suggested. So this this was
0: suggested. round roundtable. Dude, we're gonna have a spouses roundtable on maybe next. Oh, yeah. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I it. think that'll be very good. Um, we've got coming up on the docket a <laughs> uh, female pornography addict. Oh yeah. Um, she reached th- out
2: to us. Reached out.
0: Um, fun. so we're gonna have that on, and we're gonna just keep doing this. Cause
2: sorry if we take a week or so, yeah. just just go back and re-listen. To, no, just kidding. It's like the scriptures, man. So it does keep us
0: what again. what does keep us going is those emails to us. Totally, because because like this is tiring. We don't get like they, thank you for the donations. We do get a few donations we, here we and we there. We want
3: to do
2: it. We're just we. I have three we're, little children and a business and 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 a lot of other things. And Brad's got his business, two business. Like he's got a lot of stuff. On we're kind of busy, and, and
0: sometimes our meetings go late. Like we got to kick people out. To we have no time to, to do it
2: during the day. Put it that way. Yeah. So we only time that we can. Our wives will night. let us get away is we're already gone and i gotta be together. up in about
0: five hours yeah
2: all
0: right and i need nine hours of sleep so, the to get to the
2: studio.
0: yes all right uh thank you whatever whatever thanks next step podcast thanks for coming here Absolutely. thank you brian thank, thank you, you, you.
2: we'll edit this up this week and post it out there okay. all right next time